everyone. Welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday night Ricky post-season show. Um, BB, we've got through uh, another season. Uh, and, you know, how awesome to get through at Rally Bay of Plenty, back to town, Rally Bay of Plenty, after all the dramas they've had. Awesome way to finish the season. Yeah, yeah, what a, a great way to finish the season. You know, the roads were good, the action was hot. Um, you know, man, ha- I don't know how it happens, Budgie, but those championship battles, the ones that were really on the line, man, they were seconds in them right the way through the day. Yeah, the, the Rally Challenge class was phenomenal, wasn't it? Both four-wheel drive and two-wheel drive, absolutely epic battles. We'll get to that very shortly. Uh, we'll start at the top end of town. Hayden Patton, you know, almost sort of flies under the radar, eh? Seventh national title for, for Hayden. Uh, another brilliant season where, you know, he continues to set uh, an incredible benchmark. Uh, we're all sort of worried about what's happening behind him, how close people can get to him. Um, you know, people like to see see change. They don't like to see the same person winning over and over again. And so you almost, you almost play down... The, the significance of, of just how good he has been this season. But a massive congratulations to him and, and to his entire team for uh, a fantastic performance again in, in 2023. Yeah, I mean, absolutely echo what you say. The guy is world-class. He's proven that again this year, not only on our shores, but overseas. Uh, you know, I mean, that European Rally Championship's got a, a, a field that we'd all uh, dream of having in our national championships, and, and he's shown that he's the class of that. So... You know, to finish second to Hayden when he's in in what you know, I think we both genuinely believe is the form of his life. Um, you know, he, he's had a, absolutely zero car issues all year. Um, it's a pretty hard combination to beat. And, and as you say, you, yeah, quite often it gets downplayed in the interests of, of making things exciting and, and, and everything's all go. But, um, yeah, he, he did everything he had to do and... And unfortunately, when you looked at that championship battle, it was um, it was Rana that, that had a slim outside chance and that came unstuck on special stage two. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's strange when Hayden feels like he had an off day and we also look at it like he had an off day. He won by 30 seconds. He was never really pressed to win the rally. Uh, won, what was it, nine of the 12 stages. You know, he was he was dominant again, but because someone was able to beat him on a couple of stages, we sit there and say that that was a rough day at the office. You know, like it really is, it is kind of phenomenal. And, and you know, hats up to him as well for, for the honesty around, you know, how close Shane got to him um, at, at this particular event. You know, he didn't play it down. He didn't make excuses. He he congratulated Shane for, for a phenomenal drive. And um, I guess that, that sort of leads to, to that question, just how good Shane Van Gisberg was. What a shame that, you know, good on him for going and doing something fun with his career. But, Man, we would love to see him continue to do the rallying because look at the progress he has made. Yeah, I think if you're uh, if you're being selfish, absolutely. Why is he going off to NASCAR? But I, you know, I, I think we all understand why he's chasing that dream, and and um, we wish him all the best. It's just a real shame that that that's obviously a very stacked schedule and and the freedoms he's been allowed to come and and do the rallying um, won't be there uh, while he while he's doing that. But man. You almost go, what if now? You know, he, he's, yeah, with with more seat time. Uh, you know, you've got to remember that's his, his third rally in that car and, and really one of them, he didn't do much mileage. Um, God, the, the guy's just a freak in me down. Like, I, and I say that in the nicest possible way. His ability to get in anything and drive it fast is just phenomenal. 
Yeah, I think that showed over the weekend that he is capable at WRC level. I mean, look, he, he's just matched and beaten a, a WRC rally winner, um, you know, in a, in a, in a, on an environment that Hayden knows well. You know, like Hayden is absolutely world-class, one of the absolutely best drivers on the planet. And and Shane was right there with him. It's, you know, it is, it's phenomenal that what he might have been able to achieve had, you know, rallying been the thing that's, that he prioritised. And, and look, you know, we, we absolutely thank him for, for coming and making it um, one heck for championship over the last year or two that he's sort of had a little foray in, into the sport. We hope to see him again in the future. He certainly hinted that he'd like to do more. And uh, fingers crossed that over the next few years that um, that he's able to do that. That, that battle behind found really interesting, mate. Obviously, you know, Rana had some dramas. Ben had some dramas. Um, you know, the, they, they not much between those two for, for much of the season. thought we saw some really good form from Todd Borden towards the end of the year, the last two rounds. Uh, Mike Young was very impressive uh, before he had a, a problem. Um, you know, what did you sort of make of the rest of the Cat 1 field? Yeah, absolutely. Ben, a uh, bit of a, a funny day for him with a couple of actual problems and, and things like that. Not what we're used to seeing uh, from him and that team. Uh, but he still managed to salvage the result, you know, third place. And, and um, you know, I guess for him, uh, yeah, third in the championship as well. And, and a what might have been, you know, with, if it wasn't for that... That little off at Timaru, which was, you know, we've touched on it before. It wasn't a big mistake. Um, you know, where where would how how deep would that championship battle have gone? Uh, but you know, another solid result from him. Really neat to see Todd Borden really gelling with that car. Probably the first time we've seen that with him with that car. Um, big smile at the end of the day. You know, daybreaker. He had a few little issues with the car in hindsight. Um, and it was great to see Todd make that sensible approach and actually drive the car to the finish um, and not try and overdrive where the car was at. Um, he got some really, really good speed out of out of that car on the weekend, and, and the smile at the end of the day reflected that. So I think, you know, watch out next year for Todd Borden. That I think, you know, you're definitely looking at a you know, someone that's right in that mix. Um, Mike Young. Man, first time in that car, he was sensational. It's a, a real shame that he, um, yeah, ended up breaking an axle, but because um, that that three way battle for third place between Todd, Mike, and and Ben, uh, that would have had us salivating right to the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, look to look forward to for, for next year. We know that yeah, Emma Gilmore lot going to be in the mix again next year. Josh Marston, who didn't really we didn't see him at the back end of the championship. Jack Hawks would another. You know, there, there are plenty of there's plenty of talent. Uh, likely to be back in the fold, making for a, a pretty epic 2024 season. Uh, let's move on to the NZRC two-wheel drive. Uh, Dylan Thompson, the cream of the crop, good solid drive. He, he basically just had to finish to to wrap up another championship. He, what he claims is the hardest that he's won, yep. um, uh, but he ended up doing it reasonably comfortably. Um, but again, what might have been Jackson Clendon, some dramas again, uh, really disappointing for him because we know that you know if, if he's able to be at his best, he's right at the pointy end of that field. Um, and, and some encouraging signs for, for some of the others. You know, Bryn, Bryn Jones certainly has come of age this year. Uh, Charlie Evans continues to, to show that there's plenty of tread left on those tyres too. Um, pretty cool battle that that all, all year. Yeah, absolutely. And Tim McAsee, you know, was consistent. He was closer than he's been all year, and he was there to pick up the pieces. you got got to wonder, you know, where's he going to be at next year with, with a new car, the Rally 4, the same as, um, you know, um, Dylan and, and Jackson and Bryn are in. Uh, makes yeah makes that a really appetising battle for next year. I mean, Dylan 
you, you've got to recognise not only first to the two-wheel drive cars or, of any of the two-wheel drive cars of the championship, uh, but fourth outright. So, yeah, that's a, a remarkable tip of the hat to his his speed and consistency across the season. Um, even he, un, unusual for him, he's made two mistakes during the year. He's normally pretty clean, um, but both of them he's managed to salvage. He hasn't given up. He doesn't give up. Um, albeit he probably by the rule book would have been better if he did it man <laughs> um, but you know dug himself out of of the um of the, of the hole at, at otago and and it's about accumulating points across the season and it's something that Dylan does very very well he's, he, he's a he's a hard man to beat because not only is he bloody fast he's then consistent right the way through so um yeah yeah and the epitome of, of what you want in, in um, a, a competitor as well. You know, he's one of the first to put his hand up to, to enter, you know, like yeah, the, the finances are not, you know, are not that deep that it's just automatic for Dylan. He has to work bloody hard to be able to do what he does. And um, yep. I think, you know, there's an awful lot of respect for a person like him across the championship. And yeah, I think yeah. we're very, very happy for him. Absolutely. But also a little tip of the hat too to to um, Eugene and Philippe from Newcal. They those guys were battling for for fourth in the championship. Uh, Dylan said to me, he says, "Man, they they stepped up. I just I had I kept I kept thinking we'd get them, we'd get them, and get them. But they they stepped up a lot over the season too. You, know, you look at the the sort of uh, you know Eugene's um, you know Hayden McKenzie. If we go back to Cat One, you know not for a couple of punctures, but." Um, the development there's there's coming thick and fast. Even um, Pierre Brunet, you know, a solid finish. So those guys, yeah, Cat One is 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 salivating for next year too, you know. But um, yeah, and hats off to all those those guys in Cat Two, um, the NZRC two wheel drive class because they've been going seriously quick all year. I don't think people appreciate just how hard and how much speed those young guys and and Charlie. I, I don't think he'll count himself as a young guy anymore, but he's. He certainly kept them honest, uh, but they're going really, really quick, you know. Um, and, and a little, you know, another nod of that tip of the hat too. Um, Bryn Jones breaking a, a bolt in the subframe. For most people, that would be rally over. Um, he not only had second in that championship to chase, but a junior championship to chase, and managed to find an Allen key that would that would fill the void in some cable ties. And um, yeah, fantastic work on the side of the road to keep that car going limp at home, claim those points and do what he had to do. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, if we look at the open two-wheel drive class, I mean, Dan Haynes uh, hasn't had an easy end to the, to the season in terms of battling injury and, and whatnot, but that, unfortunately that championship was almost over before it began at, at Bay of Plenty and, and Dan just a formality to to wrap up the, the title, but um, she was an interesting battle across the weekend though. Well, yeah, yeah, he obviously he, he came out strong, had a, a mechanical failure, which he's not quite sure um, why it happened, but uh, it was a re- relatively new gearbox. But that left um, our favourite pie man in the mount, JP Vanderpace, to take the win. Um, and that wrapped up second in the championship for him too. So, you know, um, neat to see that smile. And, and I think, you know, the end of JP's driving career in the championship is, is certainly what he's indicated. So neat to see him, you know... He, He's always got a smile on his face, and and great to see that was well and truly present at the finish in in uh, Blake Park on on Sunday afternoon. 
Yeah, hopefully it's not the last time we see him in the, in the championship because he's he's a real character and um, they're they're an awesome team again. Much like I said about about Dylan, you know everything you like about um, a competitor, um, he, he brings to the table. So uh, historic two wheel drive battle, mate. Um, yeah, I mean this was one of the the titles that was already wrapped up before the event started. Uh, John Silcock not making the trip up, obviously no Stewie Reid either. So a little bit disappointing in, in terms of you know the way that uh, you know we didn't we didn't get an exciting finish, but. Uh, Terrific job from from John and Donna to, to wrap up the title. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's been a big effort from from all those teams all season. Well, um, you know, Stewie and Bell have pushed them hard, and unfortunately, yeah, you know, if it wasn't for a mechanical failure at Daybreaker, that would have been one uh, because that's been a huge battle all year. You know, and they've been swapping seconds, and like we saw with with a few of the classes at this one, we've seen that all year from the historic. So, uh, you know that that. Yeah, if not for that failure for Stewie Reid at, at Daybreaker, I think that that would have been one of the real highlights of of that final round. So, yeah, a bit of a shame we didn't get to see that, but, um, you know. How, how, ne- how neat to see Mike and Helen Cameron get a, a first-place trophy and, and celebrate on the on the podium the other day. Oh, absolutely. Two, two of the nicest people you'll meet in rally, you know, and they're, they're mega passionate. They're mega passionate about that class too and, you know, really wanted to come along to support the class um, to to you know make sure that it, it's something that's that's viable moving forward and and certainly the the whispers around the service park are that 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 class is going to be very very strong next year so watch this space absolutely all right let's get into the rally challenge because uh, that was probably where the, the best battles were the back end of the championship um, the the Zeal Jones Jeff Ward back and forth back and forth all all season was worth the price of admission. Um, you know, the coming of age of young Zeal Jones, I think, you know, there's a, a really bright young star, uh, you know, introducing himself to the national championship. And he had to work really, really hard. They they kept the pressure on Jeff Ward all weekend. Jeff's a, a terrific driver, defending champion in that class. And ultimately, it, it created enough pressure that there was a small mistake from Jeff and Zeal able to take full advantage of it and wrap up in a, a maiden championship. Yeah, and I, th- I think the approach from, from Jeff and Maddie was to sort of play the experience game. Uh, maybe try and get in, in Zeal's head a little bit, and to be fair, it, it backfired. <laughs> it absolutely backfired. Uh, Zeal, you know, as a young man, showed incredible maturity, um, and you know, uh, with, withheld the challenges on the stages, off the stages, and in the end, it was Jeff that made the mistake. Um, and I think he was pretty filthy with himself for doing it. But it, yeah, both guys were on the knife edge. Um, you know, they were literally trading. I think before Jeff made his mistake, there was about one or one and a half seconds between them. And we were, you know, that was like the 10th stage of the rally. You know, we'd done nine stages before that. And it was just absolutely nothing in it. So, yeah, at tip of the hat, that young man, um, he was, yeah, faultless, basically. Yeah, it was it was uh, an epic battle, and, and you know, great camaraderie between the two. Like a really a really competitive battle. I think you know, two extremely competitive individuals there. But um, they also sort of displayed the spirit in which uh, that class is, is really set up to be about. And um, yeah, neat neat battle all season between those two. Uh, the rally challenge two wheel drive. You sort of talked about yeah, you know, class struggling at the start of the year. It was a little bit of a you know, disappointing field that back into the year we ended up with one of the great championships and Jared Parker um, made the, the effort to come north and rewarded with a two-wheel drive championship just edging 
Brett Madrin and what was another fantastic battle between those two head-to-head. But then with the inclusion of a couple of uh, drivers that hadn't started the season, John O'Shapley, Sam Byrne, Sam's had all sorts of dramas, um, and two good mates battling at the front. We had a, a fantastic uh, two-wheel drive battle in the Rally Challenge across the weekend. Well, we had a class where every driver that started won a stage. Um, and, and as much as that sounds like a, a um, Labour gimmick, everyone gets a prize, that just shows you how hard everyone in that class was battling. You know, they they were fat, you know, fantastic. And and again, that championship battle, so Jono and Sam sort of moved a little bit further ahead. They were sort of 20 seconds up the road. And, and with Brito and, and Jared, it was seconds here, seconds there, swapping forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. And then it was really in the last loop that Jared stamped his authority. And, and you know, the way that both of them uh, at that that Sunday night prize giving, um, you know, sort of were, were so enthused and so congratulatory to, to each other, uh, really, really showed, again, the spirit of what the Rally Challenge class is all about. Good, hard competition, but also, you know, rallying with your mates, um, and, and, you know, being able to get to the end of the day, have a beer and say, hey, look, well done. You, um, you know, you got me. Fair play. Uh, and, and really neat to see Amy Keady win um, the Group A Challenge as well. I mean, a um, little bit of lack of competition at the back end of the season, but she's had a, a really, really good year. Absolutely deserves the, the title and um, starting to see uh, fulfil her potential, right? Absolutely. And getting up to be third in the Rally Challenge outright too. So that you know, really negates anyone saying that, well, no one else turned up in the Group A Challenge. It's been a fantastic, um, consistent season from Amy. It's not something we would have always said in the past. And I think, you know, whether that's a coming of age or, or the developing of that relationship with, with her and Nikita in the car, whatever, they are, they're becoming a solid bet. You know, they, they, the ones that you are seeing at the finish, they're there or thereabouts. And, you know, again, that's how you put together a championship campaign. It, it's not having bad days as, as much as it is about having the good days. So, yeah, fantastic. And I think off the top of my head, and I haven't consulted our stats guru, Chris Grant, on this, but I can't recall the last time we've seen an all-female crew on the podium of a of a championship class. So that's something pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mate, what an epic uh, 2023 season we had. Wasn't without its challenges. Um yeah, massive job to you um, and, and the rest of the coordinators for, for putting together a championship and dealing with the dramas from the, the flooding and the, and the weather issues at the beginning of the year that meant that we were constantly battling what the championship was going to look like, getting new events up and running. Uh, obviously, the control tie comes in next year too, which is going to open the doors for some pretty cool things um, within the sport. Um, you know, when you look ahead to, to 2024, I'm sure you get to enjoy your summer break, but um, what are the key things, I guess, that you're looking forward to next year, mate? Uh, not having to change the calendar once we've started is probably a good one. Um, no, really, really looking forward to 2024. The the response to the control tie has been you know, largely positive amongst the competitor base and a few fringe competitors that we should see, I think, back in 2024. Um, we're pretty close to finalising what should be a, a really exciting calendar that logistically makes a lot more sense than we've necessarily done in the last few years. So, again, it makes it easier to compete. I've said to a few people, it will never be easier to compete in the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship than it is than it will be in 2024. Um, that's another exciting thing was on Sunday night, Brian Green surprised us all and, and we, had, we hadn't had the discussion and he came out and announced that he will be the sponsor again in 2024. So, yeah, massive thanks to Greeny because that's now 13 years that he's supported the championship. 
um, and quite literally could not do do it without him. You know, uh, this year we've had obviously Greeny, we've had Haller, Dunlop, we've had Generator Rental Services come in, Omega Rental Cars, Cream Insurance, um, Q's Transport. So many people that have have made it work. Uh, at, yeah, I guess we just finish up with a massive, massive thank you to all of those organisations because, yeah, we quite literally could not do it without them. Absolutely. All right, mate. Well, look, you enjoy the summer break. We'll keep um, the Thursday Night Ricky going for, for a little bit longer yet. Um, a few more uh, guests get on and, and, and talk to and um, start looking ahead to, to what should be a, a massive 2024. But uh, congratulations on all the work that you've put together this year and enjoy your summer. Cheers, mate. Will do.